This is Tim Peel, former National Hockey League referee. You're listening to Blues Hockey Podcast. Things are not great. They are blue. Mm-hmm. They said we couldn't be here. Look nervous. Yo! Surprise attack. Chris just showing up my house and also recording. Hey. To be fair, I was invited. I just figured that you were in on the invite. Oh, yeah. yeah there was a miscommunication <laughs> at the Martine household. But guess what? The director of communications didn't relay it up to, up the ladder to you. Yeah. So we didn't have my uh, behind-the-scenes uh, person, my PR person, right. did, not, uh, did, not, did not fulfill their uh, duties. So anyway, we're here in the very small... <laughs> confines of uh the upstairs studio yeah this is nice though this is the the uh what's it's this? cozy my, it's my daughter's uh, uh playroom slash the craft room for my uh wife while the downstairs is getting re- uh, revamped due to uh flooding so hey, i feel like you could do an entire podcast on that alone it's been an it's been an experience but let's focus on the positive stuff which came out of nowhere to a degree the blues moving to the second round which let's be honest we we felt good about the series yeah and, I and guess what and guess what nailed it yeah, in six. It. In six, we nailed it. I, I got to be honest, man. Despite our not great analysis. Yeah, to terrible one. analysis. Yeah. Um, I, I got to be honest. I uh, The way those first three games rolled out, like it, it, the Blues like took it to Minnesota in game one, but then promptly got it took in two them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Game two and three, basically. Yeah, and, and you know what's funny is I was I got to go to games three and four, and we'll get into it as we as we progress about the series. Um, but I was watching warmups in game three, and I called it because boy, man, the, the warmups on game three, Huzo couldn't stop a beach ball, and I mean it, it showed. It was like the old, like we used to say, just get us through the first four shots, and we'll be okay. Yeah, uh, we were not okay through not the first okay. four shots. Yeah, it was a uh, not a great game there, but the Blues. Why not moving on? We're going to talk about the Blues series, their upcoming series against mm-hmm. the Colorado Avalanche, who they uh, faced last year. Yep. So we got that coming up. We'll talk. We'll just briefly go over all the other series. Some are wrapping up today in about mm, about fifteen twenty minutes. The big Rangers uh, Pittsburgh game will be on mm-hmm. with maybe Crosby and Jari playing. We'll see. Perhaps. And then the uh, Calgary Dallas game, which. Five of the first eight series have gone to seven games. Which, Second most in league history. Which uh, the NHL has to be very happy about. Yeah, man. I, th- I think if you're a hockey fan, you got to be happy. I think it shows just how even the league is right now. Yeah, I was. I admit, I was a. Uh, I'm usually you know, this time of year. I always kind of just focus on the Blues and just yep. really if I get if after the. I used to pre Stanley Cup. I used to like just go this two week of like I'm not watching hockey. I'm pissed. And then I would get back to it if there's any hockey left after that. Right. But um, with the thing, the last couple of years, I've been able to kind of like, especially when the bubble was great, especially when they had like, for a while, they remember we talked about it. was like March that, Madness. It was like 1130 to 1130, you're yeah. watching hockey, which was tremendous, yep. especially being stuck inside. But uh, now I'm able to kind of like watch series, which we kind of like I did yesterday. They had three game sevens from 330 St. Louis time yeah. 
So about almost 11.30 at night, uh, the last game wrapped up. So yep. he had eight straight hours of game seven hockey. Which, which is great. Every game was one or uh, one or two goals. Indeed. You know, to what you were saying about there being five game sevens, you know, there was only one series that went less than six games. Yeah, and then the Colorado series, which we'd hope that he stretched that out, yeah. but that didn't happen. But, I mean, you know, I, let's be honest. I think that Blues Wild series easily could have gone seven, and no one mm. would have said, wow. I think the same thing with uh, Florida and uh, and Washington. I that think was a close That one. series could yeah. have gone seven. Um, that was really close to going seven. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it is so crazy right now how top to bottom – the league is very, very even. Even, I mean, you look at the fact that, you know, Washington didn't have near the points that Florida did, but those, those none of those games were – there was one that was kind of a blowout, but what, two overtime games in that series? Three overtime games? I think three, yeah. yeah. Two or three, yeah. So, so good series all around, like I said, and then you get the Battle of Florida, which we'll talk about. But so – First off, the Blues. So they get to play Minnesota in the first round, finishing third in the Central. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get don't get home ice, which we kind of said, okay, like we this team is. Hist- I mean, not even even the Hitchcock era sure. was still pretty decent on the road, like yes. almost better on the road. It seemed, yeah, I agree. It. So it seemed like you were kind of okay. We kind of have that built into our mindset that it's yeah. not going to be a big deal. So they first we talked about they go over to. Minnesota and obviously Billy Huso has earned the right in mm-hmm. most people's opinions to start the series and he did a four nothing win. Blues played great, locked it down. Uh, Huso made some great saves. He just and he had made the saves you're supposed to, which is all you ask for for a goalie. That's correct. Uh, if eventually a goalie can steal you a series, that's great. But you know, unfortunately, the next two games didn't go great. So no. a six to two and a five to one loss. Uh, you were at the five to one. Loss, which was game three at mm-hmm. home, mm-hmm. Um, that just didn't start. I mean, it was just like the Blues. No, the, Blues the, Blue, the Blues had a good push to start. Yep, and then all it was just was it the first two of three first shots? Two shot. Well, you know, I first, guess technically the first two or three because the first shot went in on a two on one, uh, and then the second one, uh, Kaprizov had a breakaway. Huso saved it. Then he banked it off. But then he it banked it. it off him and put it in from behind the goal line. Um, and part of me doesn't want to even like. Harvey doesn't want to put those on Huso because I really hated how Scandell played that two-on-one as a defensive player. Yeah. But at the same time, if the way Scandell was playing, you knew the guy wasn't going to take the shot and the pass was going to be there. Hopefully, you, hopefully Huso would kind of anticipate it, but it didn't happen. And then, obviously, the Kapritzov one was just, you know. It is what I'd say, it is. I'd say a fluke goal, but it was kind of – you could just say Huso overslid, was out of position. Yeah. You could say whatever, but uh- – it, it is, you know, I wanted two nothing, and then they were in a three nothing hole by the mid, beginning of the middle of the second. That and game was done in the first two minutes. Yeah. I, I just, I'm telling you, being in that arena, as soon as they went down two nothing, like you could just feel the energy drop in that arena. And even when they got it back to three to one, it was great. But then, you know, we almost left at the end of the second, uh, just because the person I was with had to work early Saturday morning. And we were like, all right, we'll watch the first five minutes um, and see what happens. And then, you know, they, they got the goal. But then, like, right after that, Minnesota scored again. And we were just like, okay, it's it's time to go. Yeah. And so the big news going into game uh, four was the changes that the Blues made. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, injuries are a big part. You lose Tory Krug in game three to – 
kind of overcommitting for on a hit, and yep. kind of looks like he messed his knee leg up. Um, he is along with Scandella are maybe possibilities, quote unquote, is what he's what uh, Rube said today. So we'll yeah. see what happens there. Um, but the Blues decided to go with the eleven and seven format, which they've had okay success before, sure. uh, because you're basically playing half your AHL roster on defense. Yeah, I think really I are. think they said four of the seven defensemen had a combined thirty games playoff experience. Right. Or four was it five of seven? I think I wanted. But anyway, not great. So it wound up turning into a uh mishmash and it worked. Mm-hmm. Uh Scott Prunovich comes back and runs the he played great. power play. Looks great. If that's any slowly, I think as the series progressed he got more and more time. The yes. uh, Steve Santini came in and played a whopping like four minutes, I think, total in the game four. But, but did what he needed to do. But he needed to do, moved on. Uh, the Blues in game four played really well with uh, – we got to go to that one. So yep. that was awesome. So Kairu started it off early. Uh, Kapritsov was uncovered. Not a great play by Pareko. And that was when the one where Tarasenko pointed at, like, hey, yeah. someone cover Kapritsov. And then immediately, and then bang. And then bang, it was in. So – uh, right after that, David Perron gets a uh, backhand goal in the second period, and then the Blues start rolling here. And Cairo, this is the highlight reel. This is the one that's going to like everybody talk. Oh, about. for sure, mind you, he had how many of these leading four? up to this? It was like three, three or four, three or four, where he didn't shoot. Yeah, deked around multiple and like highlight reel looking stuff, and then either decided to pass, yeah. or lost the puck. Yep, when you could have easily shot all of them. Finally, on this one, off a pass by Ryan O'Reilly, who really played well and uh, anticipated what Dumbo was doing. Yep. So not only did Dumbo turn the puck over, he also got deked by Kyrou in the front. He got walked. He got walked. So uh, after that, you could feel like 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 the wildest – the rest of that period was just insane by the Blues. The Blues played great. Yeah. Uh, And they were going to roll. uh, Mind you, me and you were at this game. We're watching the game. And then early in the period of – a goal right but next to Biddington goes in where they just jam away at the puck and it just slightly gets past him, yes. which, well, you know, it, ha- it a happens. jam goal happens. I didn't blame it on him. So that's only like two and a half minutes in. And then I think me and you literally sat there for a solid ten, like 10 minutes of game time. Yeah. Like off the clock, silent to oh, each yeah. other. We wouldn't talk to each other. because three to two at that point? It was three to two at that point. And so we're waiting. So we're like, we have 17 and a half minutes of this to go through. Luckily, Dave Perron gets his uh, empty netter there, and then uh, we get a late power play thanks to Kevin Fiala. Not He rode his ticket out of Minnesota this series. I uh, think so. From what I've read, Minnesota fans were not happy uh, from what I can see. He had a uh, few assists, no goals, eight penalties in the series. I'll do it. And O'Reilly gets a late power play goal to make it 5-2. to two. The Blues win to tie it up. And the usual the percentage right now for teams, if, if – on a 2-2 series, whoever wins game five, there's a 79.2% chance they that win the team series. wins the series. Before we move on to game five, I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk of the fact that, and I think the biggest thing, uh, to, the biggest takeaway out of that game is that Jordan Bennington finally gets the monkey off his back of not winning a playoff game since winning the Stanley Cup. Yeah, and he gets his first one. He looked one. great. And, he looked, and the thing is, looked solid, made some great saves. Yep. Uh, he looked a, like the 19 Bennington. There was a, one late in the second on a power play that Minnesota had where Kapritsov had a one-timer. Yeah. And he, like we talked about anticipating the pass, and he got over he there. He was there. And he was there made a great save. And I think that energized the team, energized the crowd. Yep. Uh, that building was loud that night. Everybody was 
That building was great. So Bennington looked like his old self. We're hoping that can continue. It's not just one game. So maybe Bennington's grabbing the net back. Uh, so hopefully he can continue his 2019 run, which will have a, a interesting slash – I say funny stat, but it just shows you the ineptitude of Blues goaltending over the series. Yeah, we'll man. talk. We'll talk I about that. I was shocked about this. One yeah, I was shocked about it. So, uh, game five comes around, and the Blues uh, go up to Minnesota and just dominate. Yeah, they really did. Uh, aside from the fact that there was that stretch in the first period where Kaprizov was just like, yeah, I'm going to own this game. Two power play goals by him, and then he's he's rolling. That second goal was. Out of this world, the the shot he where he beat Bennington and it, and I was Martin, he's like I can't even be mad at that because no, it was, was a great shot. It was short side, uh, right above the blocker. He had literally enough room to put the puck there, and he put it there with while beating the goaltender. Yeah, you really almost can't complain about it. So late in the first, Kurtzov gets that goal two to one, but the Blues slowly kind of chip away in the second period, and they're having chances, having chances, and nothing like solid. Uh, and then a nice play by Cairo just to kind of get it in the front and. This is why you sign guys like Braden uh, Assad. So he winds up uh, getting the little deflection goal. Has a stick in the right spot. Deflected in between Mark Andre's uh, flurries uh, pads. Yep, and ties it at uh, two. And the Blues get to go to the third period. And I and I will say this is as good of a game as the Blues played up until the up until the point of the second period where the Blues scored this goal. It felt like. Minnesota was building something. Like, they were coming in waves. The Blues didn't have a ton of sustained pressure. Yeah. And it felt like, man, Minnesota could put another one in here and put this game on ice. And Bainton played good. And, the and de- Bainton and it, held it, him in. And the defense held good. And uh, the return of Nick Luddy has definitely helped. Huge. I mean, that's one of those things where we talked about the trade where even on this podcast we said we're like, okay, like we're okay with the trade. I guess it's I've, I guess I've always it's been a fan. I think that he what he brings to this team is something that we haven't had since Petro left, which is someone who can get the puck out on a breakout pass. Yeah. With accuracy and also skated out. He's a, he's a weird not I say weirdly, but really, really good skater. Like yes. unexpectedly good skater out of the end. I think that's something that the blues don't really have on the left side mm-hmm. outside of Krug and you lose Krug. And that hurt. Yes. I mean, you have guys like Peronovich now, which is great. Guy who hasn't played since January. I know. And comes in and plays really well. So, uh, didn't get in a fight, though. No fights. Nope. No not fights. yet. Not yet. So, then Vladimir Tarasenko. He's promised one. He's but- promised. <laughs> so, uh, Vladimir Tarasenko decides to take over this game and say, I'm the better Russian player. Correct. So, early on, this is all Pavel Bushnevitz in me, on my opinion. Agreed. Comes in there, beats... Um, I believe it's um, not Kulikov. Who is that on the right? I think it's Brodine. He beats Brodine on the right side as the puck is dumped in by Justin Falk mm-hmm. and puts a backhand there right in front. Perfectly divided. Who is in front? Beats Mark Andre Fleury, who gets a piece of it. Yep. But not enough. And uh, Tarasenko finally gets on the board, which is nice to see him do. And then he follows it up about a minute and a half later with, with, snipe. with just a. A drop pass by Barbashev, and it's a snipe from the top of the circle, right in the slot. And Flurry, I don't think he saw it. I don't, I don't, know, if, I don't know if there's a screen or he just like misplayed that. He didn't even move, and Tarasenko nope. just sniped it top shelf, puts the Blues up by two, and then little push, like you said again. I'm like Minnesota's a good team. Like we're not sitting here saying like yep. it was going to roll this series. It was a tough, tough series. Yep. Um, but certain there certain guys on their team didn't show up, and that Agreed. definitely helped the Blues by a long shot. So they wind up 
taking this one after Lyron Terry. So I'm going to see natural hat trick in the third period. I think that's the first natural hat trick that I can remember from a Blues player ever. I I don't remember when the – I'd have to look up when the – there was one. I I think they said Hall did one. I think that's what they said, which wouldn't surprise me if all all the playoffs that there was there. But um, So, Bennington, another solid game. Great game. Weirdly, now he has 18 playoff wins. So, obviously the 16 from the 19 run and then finally the two this series. He ties the record for most playoff wins by a Blues goalie. It's shocking to me. I was talking about this with a friend of ours last night who was over at the house, and I'm like, I get that you know he won 16 in a year, but you think about all those 1990s Blues teams that had Curtis Joseph and Grant Fuhr in net, and they were always going to at least the second round. Yeah, you know, one year they made it to the third. It just surprised me to see that between Joseph and Fuhr, none of them had more than 16 wins yeah. or 17 wins. I guess, remember, the one year Fuhr got hurt after a couple of games. Right. So, I mean, that so that kind of did it. So, and I think it's like we have this thing where I did look these up where we thought Joseph and Fuhr were there for a long time. Joseph was only in net for about a handful of years for the yeah. Blues. It wasn't like as many as you think. So, when you figure the playoff runs, he would. Let's say five years. More times than not, they got out of the first, so there's four each year. It must have been a couple times they didn't then, yeah. that's my guess, because I think he was in net for five of them, I think. So that's yeah. one of the things where if I did the math, that's at least they got first round on each of those is 20. Right. Which that's is crazy. What I'm it's crazy how he was He was the right behind it. He was, I think it was 16, I believe. So yeah. it was one of those things that was really weird. So It's shocking to look back at that and realize, number one, how many goalies the Blues have used. Yeah. And secondly – how not deep the Blues historically have gone in the playoffs. It's it's weirdly Before they went to the Stanley sad. Cup and won it, I can only remember two other times where they made it to the Western Final. The 16 team. Yep. And then the 2000. They lost to, they lost two, to Colorado. 2002. Yeah, 2002. No, earlier than that. Yeah, earlier than that. It had to be late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, so maybe, and two, they lost maybe 2000. I, I think I they think, lost in five. I think 2000. I think almost, to, yeah. uh, to Colorado. So, mind you, Colorado, who was like... As Joe Sackick, Peter Forsberg. As Donnie Fandango and I called them on the air that year, the skating G's eye of Colorado. No kidding. And they, I think, was that the year they had Bork they picked up too? Yeah. Pad Wannette. Like, how many Hall of Famers they probably had? If you go back and look at it, I think they had a good – All of them. A solid, like, at least five like or Adam six. Adam Foote was on that team? Yeah. I mean, even notable guys. Guys yeah. maybe not Hall of Fame worthy, but guys that you remember. Sanders, was Sanders, was Sanders, Korea or Solani on that team? Possibly, probably with Solani more. No, Solani there. I think he didn't have it. I think the only one he won was in Anaheim. Yeah, yeah. So but they had a lot of good guys though. So uh, Blues go into Game Six at home. So can they wrap up the series? And early on, of course, there's a push. Mind you, Minnesota makes a couple of changes. I probably would have made this change earlier, but they go with Cam Talbot. I would have done that in Game Five. Yes, after I think after the they lost a little bit, I would have moved it then. Yep. But. Also, the Blues have owned Cam Talbot for a handful of years. Oh, yeah, years. they have. It was 0-4-3 recently with almost a four goals against. Yep. Um, and I think he was the same position. was like in the like 886 or Eight, something like that. I think the stat they yeah. showed before game was 882. Yeah, it was something ridiculous. So, uh, early on, the Blues kind of withhold the push. Like, once again, the, the bend-not-break defense. Yep. Bennington holds him in there in a simple-looking rush play. But I know he talked about Nick Letty. He gets the puck in his own end after he – a failed entry attempt. He just skated back in his own end and got the puck from Pareko. 
and reloaded. And for some reason, Minnesota backed off. Yeah. And uh, call it rust, call it whatever you want. It deflected a little bit off of uh, Kulikov's uh, shin pad. Nick Letty gets his first goal, not only with the Blues, but the first goal of the playoffs as well. So his first on Pareko and the first to get the Blues rolling at about the 15-minute mark. And then this play right in front of the net that Ryan O'Reilly does, where it's just like the down low play by Shen, and he gets it quickly in the slot to um, O'Reilly, and he just goes glove side. Every yep. That's like that play they do on the power play. And, man, I like, I wish I knew the success rate of that play. Cause they run it a lot. They run it a lot, lot of success. And it's it's got to be in the like the Nick thirty forty percent like successful, which is pretty darn good. It happened twice in that game, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it happened at least another time in the series I can remember. Yeah. Well, the 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 fifth goal in game four that was the play. Yeah. So um, then right after that, this is all Lexi Torpachenko using his size for and speed sure. uh, gets around the uh, uh, Matt Zuccarello who got uh, got to come back on defense due to the forward uh, defense moving up, and Torpachenko. Did a very good job of recognizing that and goes around him, goes straight to the net. Um, Talbot kind of is just all over the place due to their uh, Sugro kind of sliding into mm-hmm. him. Bozak uh, buries it, his first from Torchenko and Saad. And then the Blues power play is humming, and Tarasenko gets a really great pass. Boy, from, that pass. That pass from Perron to Tarasenko. The shot's almost just as good as that because he puts it once again – and Talbot's a bigger guy, so he goes over the shoulder and hits the back bar. It came out so fast. A couple of the players were still playing the puck because yeah. they thought it hit the post. Um, but it, it was a good goal for them. Early in the uh, third, unfortunately, the shutout is lost. Ryan Miller shutout. Yep. So my Matt Dumba gets his first, which is interesting reading. I read a couple of the Minnesota stuff just to kind of keep up on it. Supposedly he got hurt near the end of the season. And he was so bad. He was at the hospital and stuff. And he was there was rumors that he like couldn't shoot the puck. Interesting. Uh, didn't look like it in this play because it was a rocket. I think it was like yeah. ninety two or because Bennington could see it the whole way, but it was a one timer from the point. And it was a rocket. Yep. So nothing to do about that. Uh, and on his twenty eighth birthday, uh, Colton Pareko gets his first unassisted empty net goal, five to one after they pulled the goalie very early. I mean, you gotta. He got to when you're down by three. Um, once that happened, celebration in St. Louis, we get yep. the pleasure of facing the juggernaut that is the Colorado Avalanche in the second mm-hmm. round due to how seeding is done. So let's go over the Colorado series real quick before we finish up the first round. Sure. Or are we going to do which one are you going to do? I'll let you decide. We're do we'll do Colorado. First. It's the most relevant to us. All right. So we got the Colorado series where Blues – I thought they've always played him pretty well. Minus the playoffs last year, wasn't great. Uh, yeah, but I think that you look at it. This is a much different St. Louis team than last year. You know, you were missing your your you leading your, goal scorer in David Perron. Your top defenseman that got knocked out by one of the yeah, guys. Yeah, this it, it was a Blues team that was held together by spit and duct tape, and really was in no no shape at all to take on the Colorado Avalanche. Who, by the way. Let's just be honest. Colorado, if you thought they were built to win this year, I'd almost tell you that they were a better team last year. Yeah. Um, I thought they were deeper last year, but that was just Same, you know. same. Uh, I think the big difference right now is you have, aside from Tory Krug, a pretty healthy uh, St. Louis Blues team. Yeah, so 
Right now, uh, just doing the uh, like everybody on the athletic. So they have the no one's going to pick St. Louis. There's yeah. nobody. So the serious probability as of right now is eighty five percent for the Avalanche to win, with only fifteen percent being the Blues. Right. So uh, the best probability to have it, the Avalanche winning in five games is at twenty nine percent according to their model. So uh, wow. Yeah. So pretty much, if you look at all the all the fancy stats, obviously favor Colorado. Sure. So. I will say this as well as we talk about this series versus last season. This is a better team, more healthier team than last year. And last year, Jordan Bennington played very well against mm-hmm. the Colorado Avalanche. The team just was He just got dead. steamrolled because they were coming in waves and there was nobody in front of them. Yeah, the defense I, was in shambles last year. Yeah, the without Jordan Bennington, I think we still get swept, but those games are like 8-1. to one. Yeah. And last year and also, Tory Krug wasn't great. Nope. And so he's rebounded. Justin Falk was our best defense by a long shot, knocked out in game three. Yep. Uh, so you're down a couple of guys. Mind you, a couple of those two Minnesota wins, those are games we lost defensemen. Yes. We only had, like, you lost Krug in game three. Uh, I believe Scandella was down again in game two. So you're down a bunch of guys, and it's just one after another. It, Bortuzzo, you're down two guys. It was Bortuzzo game – Bortuzzo was game one, two. Yeah. And then Chris Game 3. So you're down only playing five defensemen for two of those. There was a a point, especially after – oh, God, why are those, why are those highlights got to be up there? Sorry, I put it down. Uh, um, there was a point after Game 3 because the Blues had lost so many defensemen that it felt like we just weren't going to have the manpower to, to put – a solid lineup against Minnesota. It felt very similar to, if you remember the 2019 run of the Western Conference Finals, the Blues legitimately beat up the San Jose Sharks. Yeah. Game six in St. Louis, uh, the Sharks were just like, I, here's what we got. Yeah. Also, I, uh, since you brought it up, did you bring it up on purpose? Or just, I was saying, happy anniversary. Yeah. Today is the three year anniversary of that game. Yep. The infamous hand pass game was three years tonight where all St. Louis was ready to to destroy some refs because oh it boy. was an obvious play, in my opinion, and unfortunately that wound up being a catalyst for rule change. Uh, yes. I also think that is the moment where everyone realized the St. Louis Blues were real because it would have been very easy to go into those post-game conferences and just bitch about it, about having a game stolen. Yep. They didn't make any excuses. They were just like, we'll play them again on Friday. Yeah. And they didn't lose another game that series. Yep. And they only allowed, I think, what total of three or four goals the rest yeah. of that. I think I scored a 15. I got right here. 15 to four. Yeah. The rest of that series. Yep. I think that was a moment where that team came together and they were like, we know we're better than this team. And if this is what it takes for them to beat us, okay. Yeah. And they wound up, uh, you know, doing very well the rest of the way. So anyway, so the Blues. Uh, against Colorado, obviously we've talked about this is going to be a tough series, even tougher than you faced before. You're facing yes. definitely a once again, another high scoring team. My thing, what you have to do is stop two guys. Oh, huh, yeah. If you can, this is a, if you can. Kale McCarr had ten points in four games. Yep. Uh, in the first round, yeah. You could somehow stop him while containing that top line. You're going to go well in this series. That's, yeah. Mind you, that's a massive, so, massive task for them to do that. Yeah, that's that's nuts. I mean. Uh, you're, and there's going to be some games where you can't. Like, I'm oh, not, for uh, sure. So you're going to have to do your best to kind of 
lock those guys down. But that's the key of, for them to steal this series. If you can yeah, somehow I, contain them. I think short memories. I think short memories, man. They're going to have to act like goalies because there's going to be games where those dudes just blow you out of the water. And you're going to have to be able to be like, all right, that game's done. Forget about it. Yeah, there's going to be there's going to be a game where because remember even the Boston series, you go back and look at that. If you just look at the box scores and that, there was a couple of games. Remember game three, game three and game, game six. six were blowouts. Yep, and the Blues didn't look great. Nope, but they managed to. So there might be there might be a game or two like this. Yep. If the Blues are going to win this, who's in goal for the Avalanche? So right now, according to this, it looks like Kemper is practicing and okay. So okay, I was going to bring that up. Francois so or whatever, uh, Frank Coors, I believe his name is. Uh, he was he finished out the last game or two of that series, game right? and a half, yeah. Okay, so and they looked okay. I mean, he's an okay goalie. So I mean, but that would that could have been huge if that for had, sure. But uh, uh, Kemper got a stick under the mask, under the got cut near his eye, and it was just more swelling. It didn't right. get anything damaged or anything. So. Uh, but, yeah, so they, they will have a full week of rest going into this. Which Blues, could be good, could be bad. Yeah, we'll see. So the Blues have to contain that top line, have to contain um, not only Kale McCarr, but I think a couple guys in our defense. Girard has potential to be really good. Uh, yep. Taves is really good on defense. So. Yep. Thank God Jost is gone. Yeah, Jost is uh, in the – He was in Minnesota a while, but that, that dude was a Blues killer in Colorado. So if they can contain those guys uh, like McKinnon, Rantanen – Landis Cog. Those are the big three. The big three. If you can get those, they're going to score goals. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where we, I'm not even saying, like, oh, yeah, you get zero goals against, like you did with Fiala. And, like, no, like, they're yeah. going to score goals on you. And, it, like I said, Jordan Bennington playing the way we know Jordan Bennington can. That's the key. The, the defense doing the bend, not break. The Blues have a chance. They got a puncher's chance. Yeah. I mean, look, when we get in, uh, full disclosure, when we get into predictions, I think you and I both know who we're picking. Yeah. But, you know, the Blues have a shot. It's good. They're going to need a lot of puck luck. But I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say that the Avalanche are going to sweep the Blues in four. No, I think the Blues are definitely deeper, better team. They're, and also, they're a team that's been there before. Yep. Also, right now, it, it, I say you're playing with house money to a degree. There's a lot For of, sure. Nobody, a lot of people didn't. Let's be. We had Greg Wyshynski on the, and he didn't really talk about it. But obviously, his predictions came out a couple of days later. He picked Minnesota to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, um, unfortunately. But then he came on the radio on St. Louis later on when before Game Six came on. I was on a one on one ESPN, and he said, "Whoever wins the series, Minnesota St. Louis, is beating Colorado." Uh, from your lips to God's ears, Greg Wyshynski. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, so we'll just. It's going to be tough. Keys to this series. Uh, put more pucks in the net than Colorado. I, that's A to Z right there. Yeah. That's the, it's, that's you're not going to shut them out. Yeah. The best you can do is you can't get into track meets. Stay out of the box. Stay out of the box. Grind them down. Yep. You do that. Get a couple lucky goals. A couple of lucky saves. Yep. I think you could do this. The well, Blue's got to play heavy. Yes, not like game three heavy where you're just running around like no, crazy, like no, idiots. No, 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 like, like smart heavy. Like kind of like the San Jose series, just slowly grind them down yep. and hit McCarr when you can, hit that defense again. There's, you're playing a lot smaller defense too, minus Josh Manson. You're playing a lot of guys that are not like, Agreed. like barely 200 pounds. Agreed. And that's huge compared to what you were playing. Yes. Like the grief line was guys who shut down that Robert Thomas line. Um, guys like – they have like Kadri and stuff like that. Is he going to be – just shutting guys down? Or is he going to be trying to – Mahatma, you had a career year this year. Is yeah. He, is he going to do something stupid and it, it cost his team the playoffs again? Highly possible. It seems to be his MO. This is a contract year for him, but – Yeah, so who knows what happens there. So 
the the blues fan of me wants to say blues in six or seven. Mm-hmm. The looking at the series and seeing how great of a team you're playing, it, it's more than likely I would love it's going to be Colorado in six. I, I'm right there with you. I think if the Blues win, it's it's going six or seven. Um, I, I hope it's six because I hope that the Blues don't have to win more than one game in Colorado. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's so hard to pick the Blues in this series. I Colorado's so good. Um, but, you know, you've got pros who are picking the Blues – I just, I just think that Colorado is all in for this year, yeah. and I think it's going to be Colorado in six. It, it'd be interesting because Colorado's on year kind of, I'd say, let's say three, but before they got into the second round when they were the eighth seed, yep. I was reading up on them. This is year three where their kind of expectations to go far. Yeah, I mean, obviously you can say whatever you want about the bubble or whatever, but they've got on, they've literally rolled in the first round. Yeah, balanced in this in the second round every year, every year. So it's it's been. Uh, last year at the Blues, and then it got beat by Vegas. Yep. You know, then the year before that, it was more in the pseudo bubble. It was kind of injuries. Yep. In the COVID still season, and in the bubble, they were just it just didn't work out. So right. it's kind of interesting to see how things turn out. Are they, all the pressure is on that team to do oh, well? Oh, for sure. And that you could, said it that, earlier that could play into the Blues' favor too. Like the if Blues that, if are playing with house money. At the Blues, been there before too. They have a bunch of veteran guys. Yep. They have also. Mind you, if you say young players, Robert Thomas was on the team as a rookie. Yes, he was. They went to the finals. He didn't play in the finals because Tory Krug knocked him out. Yeah. But he was there for the whole run. Yeah. And you have guys like Jordan Cairo, who, as they were there, was uh, playing, I believe he's still in the, I think he's in WHL still, but still has played, you know, gone far. Played I mean, he, in World he Juniors. Was, he was on that team in 19. Remember, he he ate shit going oh, yeah. over the boards in double true. overtime yeah. when they beat Dallas. Yeah. So it's interesting to see what they might do. So. Um, yeah, like we said, we like them to pick the blues as a blues podcast, but I we're think, also we don't want to be homers as well. I yeah, think. I think look, I think we like to as much as we got like people gave us. Oh, we had a Minnesota fan, a little if you follow on Twitter, it was a Minnesota fan who gave us a lot of crap and said that we basically said the team is just one line; it doesn't score, uh, then, which it turned out to be because there was only off scored seven goals. So yeah, and that's what everyone else on that team had one. Um, so I, I think that. The, you mentioned that pressure's on Colorado and the Blues have been here before. And I think what's key to notate with that, just to, to drill deeper on that, is that I think the Blues have less pressure on them and they know how to withstand adversity. They, they, most of this team has gone down this path before. And if you look at the first round, that's 100% what happened. Yep. Look at the defense. I, I think that much like Toronto, much like Edmonton, uh, until last night when they finally got the monkey off their back and won a series. If this Colorado team goes down 2-1 or 3-2, it's in their head, we can't get out of the second round. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's happening again. You know, it, you like to think that as a pro athlete you don't do that, but you do. Yeah. I, I, if you don't think those Toronto Maple Leaf players last night when Tampa scored first went, oh, God. Or it was down to a two to one, and then it's late, and they're making the push. Like, yeah. they had trouble like keeping the zone. He went the it's, goalie pulled. It just that last. I would say I watched. I got. I was in and out, but I got the last probably fifteen minutes of the third. I watched like all the way through, and man, just like they just had not. They had a couple times mm-hmm. where they were close. They had a power play, and it, that was about it. But like five on five, they were not 
getting no. things. So you know, like it's in their head, like oh, it's happening. And mind you, they lost to a good team. It wasn't just like something, sure. whatever. It was actually like you were a great team. They like like same with Minnesota. Stick to Minnesota. Really fun series. Yep. You lost, we we but, are yeah. to the Minnesota Wild what the Chicago Blackhawks were to us for a long time. Yeah, and we and that's hated. the truth, and that's why they hate, they hate us. There's a lot I, of us. I have a lot fr- of Shen running around and being oh, stupid. Dude, yeah. I have friends in Minnesota who hate with a white hot passion the St. Louis Blues, like despise them. Yeah, and it's it's because they can't get past the Blues. Yeah, they can't do it. The last time they beat the Blues. T.J. Oshie left on a plane and went to Washington, D.C. Yep. It's been a while. So the Blues, uh, let's see, need a little bit more magic with 19 going. Yep. Jordan Bennington, that's, he's going to have to. He's key. He's going to have to play play well the whole series. Yes. There's gonna be, like I said, there's games that are just not he, going your they're way. They're going to lose. They're not going to sweep the Colorado. But if he can steal a game that you're, the Blues are just not playing great and he's just standing on his head, this will be the series to do it. He's going to be just like a 19, don't lose two games in a row. Yep, always bounce back. Yeah, so it's back and forth. So like my my formula every time that's how it was for Minnesota, you go to Colorado, you get the split. You split. Come home, you hopefully get two. Yeah, and you're up three to one is great. If if not, you split again. Yep, and then you come back and take game five. Yep, and then you that's what the Blues did. So it worked out. If the Blues out. come if the Blues come back one and one in this series, I'm happy. Oh yeah. Um, Stop the high-scoring Colorado Avalanche, and you got a chance. But for now, we will see. So that's one of the first series to actually finish up and actually be locked in yep. going into the first round. So um, we'll go over quickly all the other series. Obviously, in the West, the other one that finished up was obviously the Avalanche and Preds. Mm-hmm. Not much there. Soros was pretty much the only reason we were hoping that series would get stretched out. And, and they were down to their third-string goalie. Yep, what are you going to do? And he was – not bad in a couple of He almost stole a game or two for them. But to, to play devil's advocate, was Jordan Bennington not the Blues' third-string goalie in 19? Going into that season, yeah. 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 So, those have been – he, played, he played well, but I think just they were just kind of – it's one of those things they were just – Colorado's uh, real good. Yeah, they're really good. <laughs> so, it was hard for them there. So, uh, the first one we'll talk about is the Panthers and Capitals. The Panthers uh, win 4-2. Um, it was tight. It was tight. The whole series, I mean, of all the goals that were scored, there's 12 goals scored by Florida in these games. So it wasn't a super high-scoring nope. series. But uh, uh, Carter, I'm going to mess up his name. Verhage. was in 10 of them. Yeah. 10. 10 of the 12. Somebody today called him uh, Patrick Kane 2.0. And I was like, let's, let's not go there. Had a great yet. season. Thanks. To, he's on my fantasy team, so I know he had a pretty decent season. But he did nowhere. get the last three game winners. Yes. He's a uh, former uh, Missouri Maverick, too, thanks yep. to thanks to uh, our friend uh, Tyler on uh, Twitter for pointing that out a couple times. So the big one we kind of talked about was Maple Leafs and Lightning. So, uh, oh. so floor hockey legend Pat Maroon lives to win another series again. Yep. Mind you, has not lost a series. Since 2019, I know. So 2019, he's when he won two consecutive cups and now uh, 13 straight series. Yeah, it's getting ridiculous. So it's going to be like the New York Islanders. Oh geez, it's going to be ridiculous. So uh, really good. I mean, that series was great too. I mean, it was a great that, series. If you watch that series, that was good. Uh, one that it went really, uh, I thought was really good too, is the Hurricanes and Bruins. Yeah, that was a good series. And I think the Bruins, it might be. The last hurrah for that team. I think uh, yep. Patrice Bergeron is up in the air about what he's going to do. They already lost uh, David Krejci. So you're down to just, you know, 
Marshawn, Pasternak, um, not much on those centering eyes, center eyes positions. So that's going to be interesting. What kind of happens in Boston now? You lost two. You got Rask. Taylor Hall. Yeah, Taylor Hall still be lost. Tuka Rask, too. Yep. Uh, seems like Swayman was okay during he the series. He was okay. Yeah, so uh, with uh, Linus Omar being injured didn't really help. So interesting. Could be kind of a change in the guard up in Boston. Mm-hmm. Or they're in the, I say, maybe a retool. I don't think a rebuild, but a retool. No, they've got enough pieces, but they definitely – they're going to lose some more and need to I, – I would anticipate Boston being very busy in free agency. Yeah, so you also – those games that was probably going on as we speak, uh, Rangers and Penguins tied 3-3 game seven. Uh, in New York, yep. So been a really back and forth series there. Crosby is a game time decision. I've been doing so as is right Jari. Jari. So it'll be interesting what they do. So obviously Casey DeSmith, who they thought just had cramps, while well, tearing his oblique muscle, no. and, and had to have surgery. So they're down to their third string goalie, and they had to, they actually had to have an e bug in for one game. Yeah, not in goal, but like ready. Just I, case, um, which is kind of crazy for playoffs. I know that New York is the higher seed. All the pressures on Pittsburgh, right? They were up three to one. Yes, and so Rangers slowly come back. Yeah, uh, and Rangers also had a team where they're they're kind of I think where Colorado was two years ago. They're at the beginning of like, oh wow, you have a lot of young, really good talent. You finally built up with a couple of you veterans. Yep. You guys need to. Yep. Boy, that's Sammy Blay. Yeah, injured, 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 but there, yeah. but there. Uh, we talked about Avalanche. Talked about the Wild. Uh, we talked about the Blues and the Flames and Stars are tied three three going tonight. Yep. That should be another good game. Uh, the stars, uh, the story in that series has been Jake Ottinger, uh, who is for sure has almost a ninety six save percentage. It, it, he is he's made that series game seven games. It, yep. it should not have been seven games. No. It is now nope. seven games with them a chance to steal this game. Which this is my remember my pick of like that was your upset special. That was my upset special. So I was hopefully that weren't turns out. Mine okay was. For me. Uh, Mine was Washington over Florida. Yeah. And I thought Nashville like would have made it like I think I said five games, but I knew yeah. that was gonna be tough. But so Oilers and Kings. Uh you wouldn't put like obviously we wouldn't pick the we've tried with our we tried to get the all the luck for our buddy Bobby uh for Yeah, Kings. man. I thought they had him. I thought they did. I Tied thought three three and then going to the game last night and Boy, they didn't show up. Kings just just didn't have any sustained pressure and it was the Connor McDavid show. I will give him props for you know obviously the best. Player I want in the that world. jersey so bad. Yeah, the jersey that they're it's always sold out. Yeah, they um he played well last night and of course he did. But I mean, let's think about this man. How many years they've had that guy and they've been oh, I agree. To fail. I mean, look, it, it, you you saw it multiple times still, in the series. You still where, have Mike Smith and goal, and part of me is like, can you? Uh huh. You know, eventually that's gonna that magic's gonna fall and, out. You know, you've got legitimately two guys in Edmonton. You've got Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, I'm kind of curious on – remember, uh, L.A. didn't have Drew Doherty. Yeah. Uh, remember, if you remember if they had him, I'm kind of curious as how that would have I agree. Out. I agree. Uh, but L.A. and the losing Dustin Brown, obviously the retirement, so yep. so long. But um, Jonathan Quick's got to be close to hanging it up, he's right? He's got a year or two left on his. Yeah. So they were – and he played game seven. They he played great. And he played he, – That he whole series of, was the old Jonathan Quick again. He uh, had a performance in that second period that held them – Within a goal, they were, down, they were only uh, down one nothing going to the third. They were period. getting shelled. Uh, the they had a mind you, remember all the teams, great Edmonton teams, like you're talking Messier, Curry, Gretzky, all yep. on the same team. Uh, Paul Coffey, ton of other guys, and they never did this. Twenty five shots in one period. And they, they that was a franchise record last night, and they mind you only got one goal off that, and that just shows you how good Jonathan Quick was mm-hmm. last night. When I watched that game, I was just like. I drifted off near the end of the third, but 
quick was the only reason it was a one nothing game. Agreed. But Agreed. We'll see how that goes. So the bad, the only one that's settled as of right now for the East, we have the West. Obviously, is us in Colorado. The East is the Battle of Florida. Yep, which is Florida. I'll get her alley. And Tampa, which would be really good. That would that's that is a really good series. Uh, if I just had to go right now, I will take Florida in seven games, and that will be one hell of a series. I am so torn. I don't know who I want to lose more. I'm so ready for anybody but Tampa. That's my pick. That's, that's one of the reasons why I picked them in seven. But it's I Tampa. do not want Joe Thornton to win a cup. Mm, that's a very tough. That's a tough one. There. Um, I'm going to take Tampa in six. Mm, so we were split on that one. So obviously we had our one for unfortunately picking Colorado in six. What obviously we're we're realists. We're not going to be homers about it. Right. If the Blues do all the stuff we said, which is a very very it's tall a long task. task. They can do it. They can do it in six or seven. I would happily, happily be wrong in my prediction. Oh, yeah, me too. So uh, we'll wrap it up there, and uh, let's do it wherever we can find us. And at Twitter, we are at Blues Hockey NHL. I'm at Hossapalooza. Uh, Facebook and Instagram is at Blues Hockey Podcast. Check out our website. It's blueshockeypodcast.net. Uh, you can find a bunch of other stuff there. It's also doc, blueshockeypodcast.com. We'll take you to the same place. Find all our links for where to download the podcast, which is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, uh, Amazon Music, uh, Pocket Cast, all the cast. Check it out. It's all there. Uh, Google Play, all the good ones. So you can check all that out. Um, You can also check out where our sponsors. So we have a few of those. So the first one, uh, we have DraftKings. Use the code THPN. stands for the Hockey Podcast Network. Use that today, and you can get a bonus when you sign up for DraftKings today. Next one is Lucky Lowe's. At Lucky Lowe's, we have not only the uh, sweet jalapeno heat, we actually are using Chris's favorite today. Guess what we're having for dinner tonight? We're rubbing some salmon. <laughs> we actually are using salmon rub tonight and having some salmon. Get my salmon rub on, rubbing my salmon. <laughs> there we go. So, and Chris has danced to that too, just so there's a visual for everybody. So we have, uh, they have the salmon rub. And also, check out, they have the bratwurst. But they're also getting uh, a phrasing on this one, meat sticks. Dude, I'm in for those. And they have uh, they have the different ones from ghost pepper uh, cheese. Ooh. They have this regular jalapeno, yeah, a bunch of stuff. Those will be coming out this. Uh, check out their Instagram and uh, Facebook pages for news and when those will be available. Cool. Probably be at the Fresh Time store for sure. Maybe Schnooks. We'll see. I'll talk to I'll talk to them about it, see get exactly where they're at so I can get everybody the information. Last but not we least, we should do ghost pepper meat sticks I'm on down. camera. I'll do it. I'm down for that. It sounds great. Um, if they have it hotter than that, be ridiculous. Like Carolina Reaper. Carolina Reaper. There's one of them. But uh, last but not least, our friends over at the Rockstar Taco at the Gaslight Lounge. Will doing his thing over there. Did you get to have one of the Cubans? No, we didn't. Dude. I know. Oh, guess, got busy. Guess who is catering Point Fest? Oh, and that would be our friend uh, Will, Will over at. He's the- doing Guar on Friday, and he's doing Point Fest. Ah, and I'm uh, getting hella Rockstar tacos this weekend. That'd be great. And I will be there too. Yes, you will. I will be around. So, um, yeah. So. You check get to out, meet Bill. I can meet Bill. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Uh, so go check out Rockstar Taco at 4916 Shaw Avenue. Open Tuesday through Saturday. Yep. Will will probably not be around Friday or Saturday. He there. will not. They will be open. They will be open, but Will won't be there. Yeah. So be, go. Food will still be just as good. Yeah. Will will have everything prepped. He'll have a very busy weekend ahead of him. So, uh, yeah, if you want to say hi to us, we will be at uh, – we'll definitely be at No Blues – well, maybe a Blues game. We're waiting to see about that. Yep. Uh, but we'll definitely be at this weekend, though – It'll be hard for us because on Friday, 
Friday, uh, Guar at the pageant, and Saturday, Point Fest at whatever it's called this year. Riverport. It's still Riverport. We'll say Riverport. That's just the only thing we know. Uh, yeah, check those out. Both uh, Highly Suspect and Hailstorm for uh, your boys' company. Yeah, and check out our boys. Brooke Royal going to be there? Brooke Royal their will be first, there. Uh, first concert in a while, so they got their new stuff to be playing. Looking like the Backstreet Boys? I know. If you check out their promo picture, so shout out to Jack and Bond and all the guys at yep. Brooke Royal. So looking forward to seeing them back on stage. Indeed. For the first time in a while, so we're going to check them out. Um, and then, uh, so hopefully the series is opening Tuesday. We kind of like, I don't even, I say insider knowledge. It's kind of like just deducing stuff. Right. We do know somebody that works in the Blues uh, personnel that kind of gave us the heads up. It's more like a Tuesday, but the media also said they're skating on Monday. So obviously, right. it's probably going to be Tuesday. So it looks like the series will be probably Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday. So that means Saturday for game three, we definitely won't be at. Correct. Monday. Maybe. Maybe we'll see. So if not, catch us at the many concerts that's going on this weekend. If Indeed. not, we'll give everybody a shout. Out. We'll give a shout out. We'll. I'm thinking about leaving some stickers around Point Fest. Yeah, do it. And you'll see. Maybe get a podcast sticker, and then we'll go from there. So thanks, everyone. We get to keep talking about how blues hockey. So we're happy. Very. So uh, we'll see how this series plans pans out. There we go. If I can talk, it'd be a fantastic <laughs> thing too. So all right, thanks everyone, and we'll talk to you guys next time. See you.